Thank you all for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Spartans podcast, free and available where you get your podcast. On today's episode, we talk to the one, the only John Kirby of the only podcast about all things Big Ten basketball and, of course, the Michigan State-Minnesota game. But before we get to all that, a little bit of football news, and yeah, let's get to know about these Gophers, shall we? Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, you wonderful Spartan fans. How on earth are you guys doing today? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Spartans. Yes, that's right. We do this five days a week here in the Locked On Podcast Network. If you are looking to just wallow in the sadness of the Kenneth Walker Heisman snub, uh, that was yesterday's episode. If you are still not over that, like many of us are, myself included, um, actually had a long day today writing letters to all the Heisman voters, uh, cutting magazine letters out and gluing them onto paper, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, no, we're, we're going to flip the page on that. And on today's episode, we are going to primarily talk about some Michigan State shooty hoops. Of course, they've got a game against the Minnesota Golden Gophers in the barn tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. But before we get to that, uh, two things. One is football talk, but before we get to there, I just want to politely ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. This is Locked on Spartans, and if you ever, ever, ever have a question or a comment or a concern, and I actually got a lot of emails after the uh, Kenneth Walker news dropped, a lot of people airing their grievances, uh, the, the Locked on Spartans... I'm sorry, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. There we go. Nailed it. Uh, Email box. Very cathartic place for a lot of people. So if you need uh, just to voice some opinions out into the abyss, hey, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to, well, really, just shout. So go for it, guys. Um, Like I said, a little bit of football news here. First and foremost, uh, Traveris Tillman. Yes, the first-year defensive backs coach uh, for Michigan State. He has been on the staff for two years with Mel Tucker, uh, and it will only be two years as Traveris Tillman has taken a role similar at Georgia Tech. Yes, he is a former Yellow Jackets player, so he is heading back home, uh, to say the least. Uh, So uh, congrats to Traveris Tillman. Um, Okay, the elephant in the room. Are we really going to miss... Guy whose job was to coach the position that ranked dead last in the nation had some pretty key passing defense categories. Yeah, listen, it's never one guy's fault when things get that bad, right? Um, but of course, he was also kind of known for, hey, this guy could also be another jolt in recruiting. And he helped bring on Shannon Blair and Malik Spencer of the 2022 class. So a little early to tell, but... Nonetheless, uh, we aren't going to ever find out because, well, he's out of here. He's headed to Georgia Tech. And also, going to turn into Locked on Pitt Panthers here for a second because, uh, yes, offensive coordinator for Pitt Panthers, Mark Whipple, actually, ex-offensive coordinator Mark Whipple, has resigned from the Panthers' offensive coordinating job after three seasons at Pitt. And it all, you know, all signs point to him taking the offensive coordinating job at Nebraska. So, yes, of course, this maybe impacts Michigan State's game against Pitt in the Peach Bowl, but 
Also, hey, it could be seeing him in Big Ten play no matter how long he stays at Nebraska or if the Spartans ever face them anyway. So just two little football notes before I wanted to dig into Minnesota really quick before chatting more about just the Big Ten and Michigan State season as a whole with John Kirby. So these Golden Gophers, that's right, Minnesota baby, no longer, no longer playing under baby Rick Pitino, but... They are 7-0 this season. No, hey, 7-0, 7-0. got to play who's on your schedule. And, well, I guess maybe fortunate for Minnesota, uh, there's only one team on that schedule that is top 50 in the net rankings, and that would be Mississippi State. That is their most recent game. They just beat the Bulldogs by four points on the road. So, all things considered, that's a solid win for Minnesota to hit the road and, and beat Mississippi State. Rocket Watts, shout out one time. Um, but before that, not too stiff of competition the Golden Gophers have faced. Uh, the game most prior to the one against Mississippi State, they beat a really, and I mean really bad, Pitt team by one point in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Pitt is 2-6 and six on the season. Oh boy, hey, looking too good. So hey, like I said, nonetheless, 7-0. and That's 7-0, and baby, so... Good on the Golden Gophers for a hot start to their season. Um, interesting team. Like, they're okay at a lot of things. Like, mediocre, really. <laughs> I mean, to put it bluntly, at a lot of things. Like, they're okay at outside shooting, 36.2%. Mediocre at getting steals per game. Uh, mediocre at defensive rebounding percentage. Actually, dead last in the nation at offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, but they are great, of course, at a few things. You don't just start 7-0 by accident without doing a few things right. And one of those things is holding on to the ball. Now, I know us Spartan fans can't even fathom what that must be like to watch a team hold on to the ball. Uh, But the Gophers turn the ball over just 9.7 times per game, which is 13th best in the country in this young season. They are also really good at holding opponents to low shooting percentages. They have the second lowest opponent three-point percentage, clocking in at 23.1%. That's pretty good. Uh, Michigan State, however, on the flippity-flop, they are coming into this game uh, off of two great shooting nights, probably two of the best shooting nights they've had in quite some time, even if you look back to last season. Uh, Against Toledo, they shot 12 of 26 from behind the arc, and, well, the game prior to that against Louisville, Way better somehow. Uh, it was 10 for 18 from three-point land against the Cardinals. So uh, will Michigan State find its level here, or will the Golden Gophers three-point defense find its level here? That might be the most important part of the game. Uh, now, just getting to know a little bit about Minnesota, this is actually a very fun preview for me to do because it isn't a lot of work, honestly. They play their starting five and that's pretty much it. Uh, actually, Kyle Austin of MLive.com pulled this little stat up, and this is a fun one. Minnesota starters have played 86.2% of the Gophers' minutes this year. I'm going to say that again. Minnesota starters have played 86.2% of the Gophers' minutes this year. Now, if you're not a stat head or a numbers guy, let me put it to you bluntly. That is a metric crap ton of minutes for their starters. Uh, That is obviously tops amongst all 358 Division I schools. And uh, just for reference, uh, Kyle Austin throws in his tweet, Michigan State starters have played 63% of the minutes. So let's go down their starting five, which we will be getting a lot of today. Uh, Eric Curry, 
who played 40 minutes against the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Six foot nine forward slash center, Jamison Battle, six foot seven power forward. And then they also play three guards as well. EJ Stevens, six foot three, Luke Lowe, six foot four, Peyton Willis, six foot four. Now, EJ Stevens and Peyton Willis are gonna be the guys from behind the arc you're gonna be a little concerned about. Both those guys are shooting nearly 45% from long range and averaging a little over two threes per game. So the makeup of the roster really isn't that different than what we've seen time and time again so far in this very young season for Michigan State. Like, all right, they're small around the perimeter. They've got you know, a power forward that's like 6'6", 6'7"-ish, and they got a forward center that, yeah, yeah okay, of course he's, he's tall, 6'9", that, that plays, but he's nothing ridiculously physically imposing. So could it be another strong evening for Marcus Bingham down low? I very well could be. If you can get him into foul trouble, oh, Great, that'd be fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, that is what we got going on at the barn. And I take a deep sigh because playing in Minnesota is never just easy. You know, like all that said, it's it's just never going to be a fun game against Minnesota. So, hey, buckle up. Can't wait for that one. Um, and I'm sorry, actually, really quick. It was a battle that played 40 minutes against the Bulldogs. Curry played 30 minutes. He got a little bit of foul trouble. So that sent him to the bench for not uh, north of 38 minutes like all four other starters did <laughs> against Mississippi. So, sorry. I knew that felt wrong when that uh, left my tongue, so I just wanted to go back and double check. So, regardless, starting five, that's pretty much going to be the only five you see play for Minnesota tonight, uh, barring anything crazy. So... Uh, we're not done talking about Michigan State basketball yet, or Big Ten basketball, or really the Minnesota game, which we get to at the end of our conversation with John Kirby. But before we get to that, I need to talk to you fine folks about Prize Picks. That's right, baby. Prize Picks, the leader in college sports daily fantasy, offering more props than anyone in the world, all the star players in the Power Five as well as all the players you may have never even heard of going on in the mid-majors. What an awesome app for you to download for bowl season. So what do you do? You go to prizepicks.com or go to the App Store or Google Play. And of course, you download the app and then you deposit, but not without using promo code Locked On. That's right. That's going to get you a 100% instant deposit match for up to $100. Just use promo code Locked On. So from there, you pick two to five players, the over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times in any entry, just you against those projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, and best of all, they offer safe and fast withdrawals. So do not hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and smash in that promo code Locked On, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Also, need to talk to you fine folks about home field apparel. You already know I'm going to say, because I pretty much wear it almost every day. I, I am rocking some home field right now. Now, that's right, I have got the little Sparty jumping towards the hoop with the basketball logo. I, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just please, I'm begging you, go check them out. Homefieldapparel.com, they have got 19 Michigan State designs. Every single one is awesome, every single one is retro, and every single one is on the most comfortable article of clothing you will ever put on. So go, not just treat yourself, of course, you gotta do that, you gotta take care of you first, but also, with holidays fastly approaching... Take care of your loved ones, too. They will love homefieldapparel.com. And let's say that, you know, you're like me and your brother-in-law went to Toledo or your father-in-law uh, does work with Mississippi State. They don't really care about Michigan State. Well, good for you. 
because Home Field Apparel is decked out with hundreds of schools and awesome apparel for them as well. So go to homefieldapparel.com, smash in promo code Locked On Spartans. That's going to get you 15% off your first purchase. One more time, guys. Treat yourself, treat your loved ones at homefieldapparel.com. Promo code locked on Spartans, all one word, and that'll get you 15% off at homefieldapparel.com. And before getting to our chat with the one, the only John Kirby, great guy, just want to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcasts. Folks, we have a friend of the podcast on. That's right. This is not his first rodeo on the Locked On Spartans podcast, of course. I'm talking about, like I said, friend of the show, John Kirby of The Only Podcast. John, how on earth are you doing, man? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Um, hoping if I come on enough to more times, I can get a jacket like from SNL mm. or something. Mm-hmm. I've done about, God, it's got to be 400 episodes of this podcast, maybe even 500. I don't know. Um, I have. I don't remember getting sent a jacket. So two down. We'll call it 498 to go. How, does that seem like a fair number, or do you want me to lower that a little bit? I'm just chipping away, man. I'm coming after you. All right, there we go, man. Well, hey, speaking of chipping away, our Spartans, our basketball shooty hoop Spartans are chipping away at a pretty solid start to the season. Right now they're ranked in the AP Top 20 after starting the season unranked. Defense is looking pretty good. Some individual players are looking pretty solid. So, I mean, simple question. Is this kind of the start that you expected, Mr. Kirby? Or are you a little surprised at how hot the Spartans have started this year basketball season? Matt, I'm I'm deeply uncomfortable. I'm deeply oh, yeah, uncomfortable yep. with where where they are at. This this is this program is looking like a, a Tom Izzo team at the uh, beginning of March, not the beginning of December. And this is I, I prefer things to be uh, routine. I mm-hmm. like to watch at least eleven to twelve players playing in rotation three of which that shouldn't see the floor at this yep. time you know <laughs> I, I, I i like to be reaching for my third ipa before halftime um having it's not happening this year it's um, been delightful it's been a fun little season and it's it's very confusing that's where i stand the the only thing that really just makes it feel like a classic tom Izzo team is the excess of turnovers going on right sure. like they're scraping sure. what is like 16 point something a game or, or whatever also and this is also a december staple every other season i feel like we're due for it now but who do you think is going to have that three to four week injury in december for the spartans only Ooh. to come back in january to iron forge the team who do you think that's going to be I, my guess is like mm-hmm. malik hall that's that's what i'm gonna mm-hmm. go with yeah that feel that was where my head went immediately um but, you know, everyone's a great candidate at this point mm-hmm. because there isn't a dude that makes it even more difficult. Because in the past, I would just would have deferred to whoever the dude, the guy who had jumped out. And sure. um, they kind of got a, 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 a just a, a deep list of guys that are pretty good. And that's new, I think, as well. There hasn't, I don't know, I just haven't seen like an alpha, you know, score yet. I don't know if that's a bad thing. Um you know, they have plenty of time to figure that out. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting to watch a team that's seemingly having some success despite turning the ball over, as you mentioned so much, and not having just a a guy who you can rely on to get a bucket. And yet they're winning pretty comfortably. Um, And as you mentioned, I think it's just mostly because this defense has just been, you know, something we haven't seen out of 
out of Michigan State in a while at, at this elite level, which has been really mm-hmm. exciting. And that kind of just leads to my next very broad question. That's what I'm best at, just the broad questions, the hard <laughs> ones to answer. What's been your sure. favorite part of the season so far? You know, we're, we're a handful of games in. Point blank, what's what's your favorite part been so far? Because I, I, I got one on top of my head, but I want to hear yours first. Okay, me, I think it happened last game where I was like, huh, I actually don't – I'm enjoying the defensive possession. Yes. Even when, yes. even when, you know, um, you know, I think Toledo kind of hung around for way too long and, and MSU gave up probably more points than, than the staff's happy with. You just – especially in the first half specifically where that was like, dang, like they uh, – these guys can really – when they feel like it, or, or that's all clicking. You got a you got a defense that can keep you in a game with teams that are way more talented. That's exciting. Mine is that for the first time in nine years, because we've been saying this every offseason ever since you know his freshman sure. year in 2012, sure. is that it looks like Marcus Bingham has finally made that jump. Right, like it, it, it looks like all the pieces are finally there. He's already sitting at 24 blocks on the year, I believe, mm-hmm. and it, it looks like. Now, again, and I bring this up every time I bring up Marcus Bingham just to kind of level set myself, I mean, let alone the listeners, but we haven't gotten to Big Ten play yet where there are just a lineup of monstrous big men. However, with that said, I mean, it's kind of like when you play a non-conference team, you want to make sure you annihilate them. When Marcus Bingham has a good matchup so far this season, he is annihilating them. So, like, oh, boy, yeah. I th- – I think I think it's happening. Do, do you think it's happening, or uh, is, is it time to get super pumped up about the Marcus Bingham step forward, if you will? I'm excited. I, I'm. I, I think he. The most exciting thing is that there's. You can see there. There's still room for growth, and and I don't mean that in a bad way. I think, like no. you said, this version of Marcus Bingham that we've seen so far is is the one I think we had all hoped for that he could become, and he's done that. And you know personally I see him being able to take another half step forward and I don't think that half step needs to include a three-point shot I think it just needs to include um, a, a really focused effort for for potentially more than the 20 minutes he's seeing on the floor and if it's a, if it's an endurance thing that's it is what it is but I just wonder sure. if you could get if you could really find um, when he's on the floor floor it's it seems like he patrols that the paint so well. Um, the offense is what it is. I just, he's rebounding and defending at an incredible clip. I think there's a little bit more to give. And, and if he does that, um, as you mentioned, this conference play is stacked with, with, uh, with big men. He's going to be right there with, with, with all of those guys. That's, that to me is extremely exciting. And, you know, it, of course, like a better three-point shot would help. But I already think that something this season that's developed is like he knows to not really maybe take as many three-point shots and kind of live in the paint, especially when yep. physically he has the dominance in the paint. And so that's been a great step forward, too. And I also can't help to wonder, like, how many times Tom Izzo's gone full Mike Rice and has chucked basketballs at Bingham during practice to – drill that in his head to not shoot threes, but it's neither here nor there. You know, we're, we're here to get results and results are being had so far this season. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he for real looks more coordinated. I mean, I mean that sincerely. Right. Like comfortable almost. Maybe that's a bridge too far, but uh, he's, he's grown into his body in the way that your puppy might 
um, <laughs> and and you see him coming together. It's 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 really beautiful. Our, our our little baby deer on ice skates is finally doing pirouettes <laughs> and and sow cows. It, it is a a wonderful sight to behold. <laughs> and he's so lancing at a boy, Marcus. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Lots more MSU hoops to talk about with our guy John Kirby of The Only Podcast, but first need to talk to you beautiful people about betonline.ag. That's right, betonline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs and bowl season, baby. That's right, betonline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this winter. So, Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON, one word, LOCKED ON, to unlock that 50% welcome bonus. From basketball to football to NHL, boxing, UFC, golf, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Guys, we're talking bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Also, start your workout, start your day, start your life with some Built Bar. And more importantly, start your holiday shopping season with Built Bar, too. That's right, guys. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Who are we kidding? Even better than a candy bar. Built Bar, just filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but best of all, low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, low in fat, and high in protein, so you get just a delicious protein bar with all the healthy benefits. Amazing flavors. Raspberry mint brownie. Cherry or double chocolate, where are you going to go with? Are you going to go with cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Or if you're like me today... You're going to wolf down a Caramel Almond Delight Built Bar before you hit the exercise bike in your basement. Uh, it got me through the workout, guys. And believe me, that this body is not built to get through workouts, so shout out to Built Bar for everything that you guys do. Are you friends with Santa, by any chance? Uh, well, did you know that Santa loves himself some Built Bars? So, and in return, well, maybe you could tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings as well. <laughs> you talk about stu- stuffing a stocking with some goodness. Guys, go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. That's right. For the holiday season, treat yourself, treat your loved ones. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order at Built.com. So let's uh, just change the conversation here to not just Michigan State, but the conference as a whole. And as I say that, skirt, let's go right back to Michigan State, actually. Okay, Where sure. do you think they stack up in the Big Ten as far as tiers go? And by that, mm. I mean, I have Purdue personally on tier one. I have no mm-hmm. other team with them on tier one. I've said before the season, they'll win the conference by three or four games. Unfortunately, yeah. this is already starting to look like one of those times that I'm right, which is, that's awesome how it works whenever I want to be wrong. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, do, do you think MSU is on that second tier? Do you have them on a third tier? Or dare I say... Do you have them on that first tier with Purdue? Make the people happy, John Kirby. Say they're actually a tier higher than Purdue. Go on. Can't do it because that, if mm-hmm. you're an MSU fan, you know about the growth. And yeah. it wouldn't be a season without growth and the team growing together. So they, they have to have a tier to grow up to. Yeah. They yeah. are, in my opinion, you know, hard right in the smack, smack in the middle of tier two. And that's okay. I think what you're going to see, if you take a peek at the Big Ten schedules, um, MSU is really nice. 
And yes. you might find Michigan State competing uh, with Purdue for the conference lead, despite, as you mentioned, maybe there being a talent gap uh, between them. But, um, you know, you only can play who you, you uh, is on the schedule. So, yeah, I think they're tier two right there with um, Ohio State, Illinois. Um, you know, you, Indiana might be there. I just don't know about, enough about Indiana, Koya, and, and Iowa. And then I guess, you know, now it's getting crowded. Wisconsin is another surprise team. I, I don't know. It, it's the conference. Here's, here's the crazy thing. The conference is, it is not elite, but kind of like the Michigan State basketball teams. It looks like there are a lot of pretty good teams, but no, in, in Purdue being the exception. It is. And like, yeah, I don't know whether there's 10 teams on the second tier or there's 10 teams on the third tier. Like that's going to be a fascinating thing to see unfold here early mm-hmm. on in the big 10 play. Cause yeah, a lot of teams are like, Oh, they're solid. I'm like, okay. Like every team can't be solid though by the season end, of course. But right. yeah. So that's just kind of like why I'm walking into big 10 play with just like this cloud of mystery. I mean, I feel pretty certain about who Purdue is kind of feel certain about who Michigan state is and is going to be, but as far as everyone else, like, okay, is Northwestern going to sustain their pretty good start? Can Maryland really be this bad? Like Rutgers, what's going on here, man? I thought we had the rack rocking. Like what's so Uh it's on that note though, I guess what has been the biggest surprise in the big 10 for you this season? Is it a team like Northwestern that started six and two and surprisingly well, or is it a team like Michigan that starts, I don't know if you knew this, John, but I think they were AP top five to start the season. And uh-oh, uh-oh. seemingly three uh, 50-plus point losses later, uh, we are nowhere to be found in the AP top 25 poll. Oh, <laughs> what a shame. So I uh, just had to get that knife in there really quick. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, what, what's been your biggest surprise of the Big Ten season so far? That's a great question. I, I'm going to go with uh, two things. One really surprising in a bad way, one maybe in a good way. The bad one, Maryland firing Turgeon. Insane. In the, it, I <laughs> got to think there's, some extra, there's gotta be extracurricular activity, right? It has like, to be. There's no way you, anyone in their right state of mind would do this. <laughs> um, because, like, what does that do? Like, I don't know. It's just so odd. Um, that was odd to me, and I think you've seen them spiral um, even worse as a result. Yeah. The good surprise, and maybe not so good because this might transition well for you, the Minnesota team is much mm. better than expected. Mm-hmm. And when I say better than expected, I thought these guys were going to be far and away the worst team in the conference. And um, that was just because they they went on, uh, you know, their coaching turnover and they're all new faces almost. And uh, but Ben Johnson has done an incredible job. They are undefeated. They haven't had any like wins that you want to write home about. But still, I was surprised to see seven and zero this far, and I got to think that they're pretty thrilled about it too. Well, and what I'm thrilled about too from this matchup standpoint, we'll let's talk about this for a little bit. Is that they have five guys that are averaging 28 or more minutes, and four of those yeah. guys average 35 or more minutes. So like they essentially yeah. kind of just play six guys. And I know that yeah. really doesn't maybe affect them early on in the season, but right. Right. as you go on later in the season, I, if you're not conditioned like the cross country team, then like, oh boy, that could spell trouble. But how are you feeling about just the, the Michigan state Minnesota matchup? I know that as time of recording two days to go, but like, are you already starting to get a little nervous about this? Are you in a healthy state of mind? Bring me into the mind of the wonderful John Kirby. Well, you don't just waltz into the barn. Okay. Sure. That, that's yeah. first and foremost. 
the the other piece i think it's interesting you say that because msu um these these games the results of these games i think you're totally onto something they are going to mean uh a lot more they're going to look a lot worse later this season if you lose and they won't mean much if you win because i think yeah. you're right we're they're staring directly down the uh <laughs> the barrel of of running out of gas by end of january Unfortunately, MSU plays uh, them both before uh, mid-January. So that's kind of what I was getting at is I think MSU should win these games. I really – it's hard. Minnesota basketball, to steal a line from Trill Withers on Twitter, unserious program. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is an unserious program. And until further notice, I can't take them seriously. That said, um, winning in the barn, never easy. Mm-mm. This team is probably a bit over its skis as far as record-wise, but I think they're going to run out of gas, like you said, in this deep conference, even though it's not great, a deep conference. And um, those wins, you better just make sure you don't slip up because these these a lot here could look like really stinky later on. Like what a paradox that is, because I, I 100% agree with you, and I think a lot of fans agree with you too, is that like Minnesota – on paper, n- never a scary team. Like they, they could trot out Boy Scout Troop number four ninety seven out there, put Gophers <laughs> uniforms on them, and as long as they're in the barn, like I will be very nervous about that game. Like yeah. I, it, I just, I don't know. Uh, their football team, I can never figure out. I don't know if they're going to score fifty points against Wisconsin or lay just six points down against Illinois. Their basketball team, the same exact thing. Like I don't, I just don't like Minnesota. I, I just, sure. I, I, I don't. It's because they, they mess with my head and. They're going to be the reason I won't be sleeping the next two nights. So, hey, cool, fun. Um, I think it should be a fun start to the Big Ten season, right? That's the question I'm going to end on. Like, can, can can you promise fun to start the Big Ten season? We got Minnesota, we got Penn State, and then we go away for like 14 days seemingly and then play Oakland. Like, I, can we really sustain fun, especially after how unfun last season was? I can promise you this. It will be more fun than last season. And how much more fun uh, the, to be seen. But you couldn't have asked for a better opening to the Big Ten season, truly. I mean, no. at Minnesota, as you mentioned, that's tough. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But sure. The, the, the teams involved being able to – you want to say a soft start, Minnesota, Penn State, and then I think you mentioned um, at Northwestern, which, mm-hmm. hey, they're having fun. Also, unserious program. And, like <laughs> – it's an away game in Evanston, which means it's it's West Lansing, right? Right. So, of course. <laughs> and then you got Nebraska, who they're so far away from being relevant. It it it's just a nice start, and you would like to think that MSU goes four zero. I, I have no reason to believe that they shouldn't go four zero. Mm-hmm. A three and one start does not, you know, it it's also really you can feel really good about that because. This is a, a, a Big Ten season where uh, MSU did enough good things in the non-con where they didn't. They won a couple nice games that are going to do a lot of things for them in March, uh, as far as resume goes. So now you can just really settle in, and, and if you you know, there's no reason to believe this MSU team doesn't fit in the top, finish in the top four, or contend for the top four, which is going to lead to some nice seating, and you never know. Yeah. You never know with a fun, frisky team like this what could happen. I'm getting way ahead of myself, but uh, it's hard not to. 
When, when I, it's hard not to. It, it really is hard not to because, oh, when have we seen MSU have low expectations going into a season and then absolutely just giving themselves a firecracker of a season by the time March rolls around? Like, yeah, when have we ever seen that? So I, it's going to be fun, but I'm still stressed. But that's just life as a Michigan State Spartan fan. So, John. Hey, it, it could be worse. You could be a Minnesota Gopher fan or a Penn mm-hmm. State basketball mm-hmm. fan. Like, that's truly not fun. We we – we have right. we we get to enjoy um, seemingly good basketball and, we, yeah. and one final quick plug. Sure, uh, go. The plug is not for me or anything. It's just take a peek at some of the um, MSU players that in the recruiting time we missed on and what they're up to, and you can see the magic of Tom Izzo. Like this guy gets the most out of his players and. Um, now he's getting the most out of a team, and, and that's really exciting. No, it is. It is. And, yeah, you, you are bang on with that. Uh, being stressed out about Michigan State, that, that is as first-world problems as, as we could possibly get. <laughs> so that's, it goes without saying. Need to check myself sometimes in that. But, yeah, these are truly first-world problems that I'm suffering from right now. So, oh, man. John, you're the man. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, friend of the, I'm sorry, friend of the program, John Kirby. Thank you so much for joining. Excuse me. Only 498 shows away from that leather bicycle jacket so yeah can't, can't wait to uh help you get you there man let's let's go thank thank you thanks for having me always a pleasure i can't wait to to see you on the twitters huge thanks to john kirby uh, go check out his work at the only podcast yes him and austin smith do just fantastic stuff over there uh, always a great time talking to to those fine gentlemen and it was awesome to get one of them on this here podcast on tomorrow's show, yes, of course we will be breaking down the Michigan State-Minnesota game. That, that goes without saying. Uh, I'll try to post it later tonight, um, but yeah, late game. I, I expect it around like midnight-ish if you're going to be uh, staying up waiting for my thoughts on the game. And also, we might be bringing back out an old, old segment. That's right, an oldie bit of goodie, the game game. That's right, as football games start winding down and... Basketball games are far and few between in this weird December calendar. Uh, We might be pulling out some gimmick segments like that one, so stay tuned for that. Um, So once again, thank you for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day. Now go make your second listen, Locked on Bets. That's right, guys. Your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. That's Locked on Bets, hosted by YourYQ with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Free and available on all platforms. All right, guys. Well, hey, let's uh, let's enjoy the game tonight. Let's crack some beers open. Let's uh, let's let's just vibe. It should be a great time. Always is at the barn. Oh God. Oh God. All right, guys. Love you all. Go green.